welcome to the debut episode of the Practically Prepared Podcast. I'm Tyra Baird. I will be your host and guide from where you are now, wherever that is on your preparedness journey, to the peace of mind at the end. I look forward to getting to know you better and spending this time with you on a regular basis. Uh, Today's podcast, we're just going to sit down and hopefully become friends. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself why I'm doing this, how I got started in preparedness, and hopefully, like like friends, we'll start a conversation that will last a long time, and we'll just keep learning and growing together. All right, so let's get this conversation going. I'm just going to pretend that we are meeting for the first time in a park. Our kids are playing together out on the playground or whatever might be going on, and we're just going to start chatting. Uh, First off, if you're with me at the park, you're probably going to recognize that I stop and count to seven a lot, and that is my head count. I have seven children. Uh, They range in age from uh, 16, which is like the beginning of the man-child phase, and it kind of wigs me out seeing him sometimes, and my youngest is three, which is three, and (laughs) if you've had a three-year-old, you know what that means. And I love them. They are my world. And being a mother is my favorite thing ever. I am extremely, extremely proud of my kids. I love them to pieces. They world, they rule my world in both good and, and bad ways, um, if you know what I mean. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, they are the most important thing in my life. Uh, another little tidbit you might notice about me is that uh, most of my kids wear camo on a regular basis. Um, so they, you might see a little boy running around in an army uniform, and that is because we are a proud military family. My husband's served two tours at this point, and uh, we we really enjoy being a part of the military. He may not, <laughs> but I really enjoy it, and it's been a great blessing to our family, and I'm very proud of him and uh, what we we get to do because of it. We're with the National Guard, so we don't have to do the moving around, which is wonderful, and I, which is great, because I would hate to leave the most amazing little community that I live in. Um, but we've used a lot of the mental and emotional preparedness tools and techniques and learned even more as we've gone through deployments and trainings and all the other things that bring a lot of stress as a military Uh, family and so it's allowed me a lot of opportunities to really learn and grow and put things into action in 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 many situations and it's been a real uh, great blessing and I'll be sharing a lot of those you'll hear me refer to our experiences through deployments and the ups and downs that have happened through those uh, as I as I teach particularly the mental and emotional preparedness um, aspects of things another big part of me is I am a total nerd. I love reading. I love writing. I love teaching. And I am very passionate about trying to teach and and share this information and basically anything that I'm enjoying reading and learning about. Uh, If I identify with anyone in the world, it would be Hermione from Harry Potter. Uh, My kids kind of tend to laugh at me because I do use the same phrase. I read in a book once. Um, and you'll probably hear me say that multiple times as well, and that's okay. I am proud of being a nerd and learning and growing, and I find that that's more important than anything else. Um, I am also a homeschool mom, 
I'm a newbie homeschool mom, so veteran homeschoolers, I, I'm in, in awe of you. We've been doing this for about a year and a half, almost two years, and it is exhausting. <laughs> it's hard, but I love it. I wish I had started sooner. Um, I am really grateful to have the opportunity and the ability to be home with my kids and to teach them and work with them. And, uh, I highly, highly recommend doing it. Uh, There's so much that we learn about ourselves and our kids and how we grow as a family through the experience of homeschooling. And it's really helped define me and guided me in many, many ways. All right. So to continue our conversation, what got me into preparedness? Uh, It's not a normal thing for most people to be interested in. I know this because I've taught enough classes to see people's expressions. It always kind of makes me laugh because I can spot who's there and really at the beginning of their journey because they kind of have this deer in a headlight look where they look either like they're going to cry or vomit or run out of the room at some point. Um, because I usually teach at preparedness fairs and they've just walked through a booth of all of these like worst case scenario kind of ideas and uh, what am I going to do and how do I get there and how do I take care of everything and I I really try hard not to not to breed feed into that um, because I do not have that perspective of preparedness preparedness should not be a fair based activity. It should be something that is a lifestyle. It's something that you work on a little bit every day. It should be done out of um, faith and hope and work, but not out of fear, not with this idea of the stereotypical prepper kind of mentality happening that that's the ideal. That's not the ideal. I don't think that's a healthy lifestyle in and of itself. Um, And we'll be talking about that quite a bit as as I go through these podcasts. But what got me here? Um, for starters, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So this was something that's just kind of been a part of my life growing up. If you know anything about Latter-day Saints, we are really big on emergency preparedness. That's a big part of our faith. It's something that we've been counseled to do for eons. And so it was just very natural to me. Grew up canning and gardening with my mom. I remember tracking hurricanes when we moved to Texas with my dad and learning about tornadoes and having family drills and figuring out our family plan. So it was just, it's always been a part of life. There's nothing scary about it. It just is what it is. And that's something that both my husband and I have consciously brought forward into our own family. So my kids know that I'm going to geek out over something that's a natural disaster and you know we're going to to deal with things as they happen and our family emergency kit is something that you know we're gonna take a look at every two years I know it should be every one year but because I feel like preparedness should be a lifestyle it's not the end of the world if you don't get your kit rotated every six months or done every year and that it's it's okay because life happens and the most important thing that we should be doing is living life not stressing about the what-ifs Um, so that's, that's really where I started. Um, I've always enjoyed the science behind natural disasters. So it was a very natural thing to move from tracking hurricanes with my dad to having him teach me about hurricanes and being interested in, in the weather and the tornadoes that would occur where we lived in Houston and, um, 
you know, I've got stories of a lot of different interesting situations that we've been through over the years dealing with where we've lived from South Dakota and their wildfires and tornado weather to here in the Pacific Northwest. Last year, our family evacuated with the wildfires and tropical storms when we were living in Texas. So there's all these situations that, you know, some people would be like, oh my gosh, that's really scary, but I consider them a blessing because they've opened up curiosity and, and methods for me to learn and feel confident in the skills that my parents were trying to teach me or that I've been um, trying to develop in my own family. But I've always just really enjoyed it uh, and really been driven to learn more about it. From I even took natural disasters as a class in college because who wants to sit in a normal physical science class and lab. I went and took natural disasters and went hiking through the woods to see earthquake things in the Teton Dam flood uh, site. So, like I said, I just I, it's it's more of a, a a natural curiosity for me. So a few okay, so it wasn't a few years ago. It was about nine years ago. I was asked to participate in a preparedness fair that our stake was putting on at our church. And they gave me a list of topics to pick from, and one of them was family and, you know, preparedness for family and children. And that was something that I felt really drawn to at the time. I had four kids, and I was curious, okay, you know what, these are things that I'm already doing and I want to do better, so I'm going to dive into this and really, really poured through so much information and found that there were a lot of areas where I felt like there was gaps in the information or where it wasn't super accessible. It wasn't really there for the, the families that needed it. Um, they tend to push a very uh, minimal idea of preparedness to most people. And you know, that doesn't always work. If you have a kid with special needs or special situations, you ne- there's a lot of information that you need. If you're pregnant, there's a lot of other things to take into account. And that's what I really wanted to make sure families had. And I wanted them to feel empowered. And it was very helpful for me. I did all of our 72-hour kits. I looked in every possible way that you could make it easier when you've got kids on your hip and you've got kids running around to be able to get all of those kits out. And looking at the practical and logistic side of things, but it also was what got me thinking about the emotional and the mental and psychological aspect of things and realizing that this was this should be a lifestyle. This isn't a destination or checklist that there's more to preparedness and that there should be, uh, we should be looking at it a very different way than just what we, what has normally been pushed down either from the government or from other people. You know, you have your checklist, you have your plan, and this is how you're supposed to do it. And this is what you have. And if you have these things, then you're going to be fine. And realizing that there is a lot more that we can be doing to develop things and that it's really, it's really a lifestyle and it's, it's not preparedness, it's resilience. We need to be fostering resilience and that it's more than just the physical preparedness that we need to look at. So I, uh, that's when I first created my classes and I had a physical preparation class and I had an emotional mental preparation class and a, what do you do after And then a few years ago, I actually revamped my what do you do after and really focused on psychological preparedness and and dealing with helping prevent the trauma that would come from living through a disaster and psychological first aid and all of those different things and how you can utilize those before and how to utilize them afterwards. And was really, really happy when that became a, a class that I was asked to frequently teach. 
because it is so incredibly important. I think after this last year, a lot of people have recognized that that psychological preparedness is a huge, huge factor in things. And I think if you only focus on the physical, then you are not going to be really, truly prepared. And it's putting all of your eggs in one basket. So that's something I really am a a huge advocate for is that we need to shift our definition of what preparedness is and what it looks like and change it into a lifestyle and more of a means of education. Um, After that preparedness fair, one of the gals that I was assigned to work with, she approached me and said, hey, I really want to, I, I want to create a website with this information And we founded preparednessmama.com. It's still around. We actually, um, I left the company because my husband was deploying and I just couldn't manage working. And and at the time I was expecting our sixth kid and couldn't manage both of those at the same time. So I left and came back and wrote for her for a little while. And she's since sold the company. And I noticed I only have a few posts on there still. But my original website that I created when I first started teaching classes nine years ago was still up and running. It's the lamest website ever. I'm going to try and revamp it a little bit. It's children's and children and disasters at blog or dot blogspot.com. Um, so I'm trying to update that information and get it back up current again, since pretty much everything I wrote at preparedness mama disappeared with the sale, but I do still feel strongly that this is information that needs to get out. And that's what brought me to doing this podcast. I once again was feeling that need that I need to share this information that I that I know and that I've tested and tried out and I'm working on. And, you know, I love to write. If you haven't noticed, if I've got three blogs that I've worked on and whatever, I really enjoy writing and I've been trying to write a book. I'm still going to try and write this book as I go through these podcasts. I'm literally writing it as we go through them. And my daughter looked at me and goes, mom, because I was complaining how I don't have time to write with seven kids and homeschooling and everything. And she says, mom, you should just do a podcast. I don't know how to do a podcast well, it's easy, mom. So of course, you know, leave it to the, to the high school student to tell me how I should proceed. So that's, you can thank her for this podcast. She's the one who's got me going and, and gave me the courage to do it and encouraged me to, to share what I know in this, in this method. And that's what leads me to where I am today in doing this podcast and why I'm doing it. And my goal ultimately being to change the definition of what preparedness is and help more families become resilient to make it a lifestyle and to to enjoy the peace of mind that it's brought for me and my family as we have been prepared. Now, I'm not saying we're 100% perfectly prepared, okay? And I will share the stories of our failures and mishaps and mistakes because I think we, we all learn from those. Those are extremely important. And that's why I think it's so important to get prepared beforehand because you will find things that you did not do perfectly or that you weren't exactly prepared for and you need those those run-throughs. And if you never have the chance to go through them and you're just hoping that you're going to rely on them at the time that you need them, you will get surprised. Um, you know, it's, it's like deployment. Every time I think, oh, I'm super prepared for this deployment, something is going to happen because Murphy's Law happens. It's real. And But I've also learned it's not the end of the world. And when we go through those times where we've done our best and we're constantly trying and we're doing our drills and we're going through these things and we decide that we're going to have the mindset of doing something because something's better than nothing, then, you know, those, those interesting circumstances that seem like failures many times can sound, can end up being really great stories and learning experiences for us and others. 
and I have no problem sharing some of those, um, some of those situations with you guys, because I want you to learn. And I want you to know that it's okay if you're not 100% perfect at this. You're trying. That's all that matters. Do something. Um, even if it's just beefing up your food storage a little bit where you can, or putting together an earthquake bag to put under your bed, or simply talking to your kids about whatever disaster is prevalent in your area and teaching them about it so that they are more prepared for it. Those are all great things. There is no failure in any of that. You've done something and you've started going. Um, and so building a resilient family is really, really the goal for my family, for helping you with your family. And I'm excited to be able to hopefully take you on that journey of resilience and preparedness and getting there in a way that, you know, hopefully is with humor, with grace, understanding that where you are is fine. What you can do, if that's all you can do, that's all you can do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and accepting the efforts that you were able to put in at the time and understanding that in later time you might be able to do more. And, and I do firmly believe that the Lord blesses us with the ability to do more as we put in the effort to do a little bit. And I've seen it in my own life as well. And, you know, trust, trust that you are capable of doing this and that your family will be blessed for doing it and to continue moving forward in that direction. Um, we'll probably be taking a couple of different routes as we go through this this process, this journey. Um, I'll probably, I, I generally start with the physical preparedness, even though I don't like that that tends to be everybody's focus. It is where I get the most questions. So I feel like it would be kind of rude of me to like just wait to address everybody's questions until the very end. So I'm going to start with the uh, physical preparedness and then move into emotional and mental and psychological but I do also feel very strongly about spiritual preparedness. And so that's something that I'll be discussing with you. And those lessons might, those, those podcasts might come in randomly throughout this journey as I say, hey, you know what? I had this experience this week and I really felt like I needed to share that preparedness aspect of things with you guys. And, um, you know, obviously I'll be sharing from a Christian LDS perspective. But if you're non-religious and or if you're of a different faith, then please um, don't just assume that it's not going to apply to you. There are a lot of things that are very transferable, like gratitude and meditation and self-care and reading scriptures that really apply across the board, no matter what your faith is, and can great, create resilience in a way that I think is often un, definitely underestimated, the power that it can have when we, we neglect that spiritual side, we really are neglecting a huge source of, of power and confidence and preparedness and resilience that we all really desperately need. And, um, so I, please don't, don't feel like, oh, well, that's, we're, we're not the same faith. I'm not going to participate in that conversation. Have that conversation, you know, and if there's something you're like, hey, you know what, I do this in my faith and I found that it gave, it really, really helps me. Please reach out. If there's something that I don't talk about in one of my podcasts, like I said, I want this to be a conversation. I want you to feel like you you have advice and experiences I haven't had. And I would love to share those as well and learn from you as well as have you learn from me. I'm not the end-all be-all expert. And you know your family. Trust that you know your family and you know what you need. Um, and then act on those things because that's where resilience is really built. And trust that you, you are the perfect parent and the perfect person for your family to guide your, your family and that you will receive that, that guidance and help. So 
reach out if you have a question, reach out if you have a suggestion, reach out if you feel like I missed something or was off base. Um, I want to hear it. I want to add it and, and to the, our conversation and expound on it if at all possible. And, um, but I can't do that if you don't share it with me. So again, I really appreciate being able to have this conversation with you and getting to know you and, and you accepting me as a part of this journey for your preparedness and for your family. And I look forward to helping you move into greater resilience. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining the conversation this week and joining me on the preparedness journey. Remember, doing something is better than nothing. I look forward to chatting with you all next week on the Practically Prepared podcast. Make today a great day.